Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Coffee and cream with Rogers and Benning on Hale Varsity Radio. Well, my early thoughts are it's all about building a relationship with these guys right now. And I've had a couple of opportunities to have dinner with them and and sit down individually, build those relationships. You can't have rules without relationships. And so that's the phase that we're in. Uh, My early impressions are I look forward to seeing them every single day. I can't wait to have the opportunity to coach them. Uh, And more importantly, I can't wait to have an opportunity to build a lifelong relationship with the guys that I coach. Can't have rules without relationships. How do you think he spells rules? R-H-U-L-E-S. It's Coffee and Cream in the Morning on Hale Varsity Radio, where we spell words that we know. And we do a little math, too. Uh, kind of. <laughs> 17 years, 143 wins, Eight. 8.4 wins a season. According to Amazing Daniel, you know, we may not know hey, our a, pop hey. culture, but boy, when it comes to spelling and hey. math, we are on point do you feel like I've gotten you in kind of a little uh, a, a tough sitch because guys that come support us, you know, and and I and I think it's like family, right? Like they're the hardest on you. Like two of our snarkiest folks are hockey dad and the amazing Daniel. Yet they support us through and through. Without a without that's good friends, right iron, there. Iron sharpens iron, and sometimes you get a few sparks. I'm still mad at Jay Rich. <laughs> you, you couldn't sleep last night? Bro. So you know how matter-of-fact he was on Twitter when he goes, man, you guys are off the rails, which is bound to happen. But mm-hmm. then he's like in the same thought, he's like, it's a nail in your tire. Get it fixed. Right? I was like, not a nail. Fudge, I filled this thing up three times in, you know, 30 days. If it's a nail, it's an Awful slow week leak, buddy. It's probably something else. It's the cold weather. And we'll get into uh, your Dingman's experience in a few moments. Uh, But let's welcome in Mike Schaefer. He's with us now uh, here on the show. Mike, good morning. Mike J. How you doing? Good, man. Good to see you. I am happy to be talking to you voice to voice, man. Good on you, buddy. How you doing? I'm okay. I'm okay. It's been good to, to dive back into do a little bit of work this week after a few weeks off and then um, trying to figure out who Nebraska added at the end of the cycle when I completely checked out, <laughs> assuming there'd maybe be like one or two people and there's seven and, uh, you know, <laughs> I had a little to learn, little to learn. Hey, good to have you back, my guy. Appreciate you getting back at it this week. As you kind of got back in the saddle, we're talking about like common language and business and business models and mission versus purpose you're pretty cool with this right now in terms of the infrastructure putting the work out in front of football so they can do football well do you like kind of the order of operations in which coach rule staff has started to attack this job 
Well, I mean, it's it's early enough, and I don't know that I have a great read on everything, but I like the enthusiasm in which they've attacked things. So I think maybe perhaps even more than the order of how it's gone or, or necessarily being able to poke through what it is that they're trying to do. I like the way that they've attacked it with enthusiasm. I mean, this I don't know if it speaks exactly to what you're asking, but I continue to be um, pretty thrilled by what I saw from Ed Foley over the last two months and just – you know, getting out to different places. Obviously, I spent a lot of time up in Columbus. And um, I mean, I can't even begin to tell you what it means to the coaching staffs up there at Lakeview and Columbus High and SCOTUS to have, you know, a coach come through. And it's not that that place is going to produce a ton of D1 talent, but Garrett Oakley is at Kansas State now. And, you know, Ernest Hausman was at Nebraska last year. So it's a place that, you know, it's going to have players every now and then. And more than that, I just think people like to feel that connection to Nebraska football. And so for Coach Foley to kind of create that connection across a large chunk of the state, and I anticipate that this will be a thing that he just sort of does off and on in the spring and then again in the winter, I think that's a lot of goodwill being added to it. And, you know, Matt Rule, Brunch said this on our podcast earlier this week, and I think it's pretty accurate. I mean, everything Matt Rule told us he was going to do or going to has largely been true um and so he kind of laid it all out there in front of us uh in that opening um press conference and he wanted a young hungry staff and i think having watched a lot of these guys get up and speak over the last couple weeks it feels like he's really accomplished that mission and then he's got that elder statesman and ed foley who seems to be kind of an everyman that's able to fit both with recruits and coaches and players and fans uh, and I think that's a great thing, too. Yeah, you won't ever get that dishonest Matt rule. I don't think that's, uh, that's in his blood, in his nature. And I think you hit the nail on the head when you talk about enthusiasm. You're not the only one that I think is enthused by how he and the rest of his staff have been going about their business early on. Mike, uh, you know, you released your Super 6 rankings last night. And, um, you know, we've been asking a lot of other media members in town who they like. We kind of went through it a little bit last week, too, on our show to break down our thoughts more. But anything really stick out to you as you were compiling the Super 6 rankings this year? Yeah, I mean, it's it's always sort of fun because you don't know what the breakdown of people. And I think I think Damon was like this, where I don't know that he had a transfer player on his Super 6. Nor did and I. you have some people, yeah, and you have some people that had five out of six spots as transfer players. So, I mean, because I offer absolutely no guidance for how people should pick <laughs> their Super 6, it, it has now just really led to kind of a sort of unique setup where you don't get a single player that's on every ballot anymore. I think Jeff Sims was the most at like 17 out of 24, um, which isn't particularly good. I mean, there's years where you get guys that are 24 out of 24. But I, I do think that we saw, you know, there's a handful of high school guys where there seems to be a lot more excitement um, than, than maybe some others. I was a little surprised that Riley Van Poppel ended up with all three of uh, of myself, Brunts, and, um, and BC had him at number one. Damon had him at number one. That's a guy that I've been excited about for a long time, you know, going back to his recruitment from the previous staff. And, I mean, I'm not saying he's going to be James Lynch because it's pretty hard to be a unanimous All-American. But if he can be like three-fifths of James Lynch for <laughs> Nebraska – I mean, that I, I think that Matt Rule and James Lynch are synonymous. And, and so, I you know, I think that maybe there's a lot of transposing with, with, with 
Riley Van Poppel, but I just look at what they're doing with that defensive line, and I have so much more hope for what's happening up front, particularly on the defensive side of the ball, than where I've been the last couple of years. So I, I'm not surprised to see that maybe Van Poppel is the face of that and that excitement. Um, you know, other things, it, the sleepers are always really interesting. You had a, a sleeper vote for a player that was someone's number one player in the the Super Six. So uh, that that's always, you know, kind of fun. I think there's a lot of enthusiasm for Tristan Alvano. Uh, I think that state title game, uh, and I'm not just saying this because Damon's sitting there in his jacket and he's all <laughs> excited about it still. I think that state title game resonates with a lot of people, and I think having a kicker that there's confidence in uh, would be a big thing. But that's a you know that's going to be an interesting battle between him and Bleak Road because I don't think Bleak Road's going anywhere. So um, you know there's just kind of the the small stuff that I pulled out of that. I don't want to take up too much time just going over it, but I, it's always fascinating to me how things shake out in the Super Six. Hey, can you have competitors within the same class? for validations, i.e. like a Jaden Dawson, a Malachi Coleman, because I think that is kind of taking on a nice little fun debate on its own amongst kind of some media brethren that are, that have a lot, because a lot of those guys were in every a lot of people's Super 6. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think you can have that. I think we've seen that a lot of the times. I mean, I don't... I, I don't know how everyone always sort of views it, but you have moments where you have Aaron Green, Braylon Hurd, Amir Abdullah. Someone's going to rise to the top. Someone's going to transfer out. And in some cases, two guys transfer out. So, um, you know, we want to believe that everybody enters this thing as, as best of friends and there's no rivalries or competition or whatever, but that's never the case. And so whether it's at the wide receiver position or the offensive line or the defensive line, you know, those are three areas where I feel like they really kind of restock the room. And I would look for that competition. And I think Doss Coleman is a really good one because I think if you ask some people, they think Malachi Coleman could be ready to go right when he gets on campus. You ask others, they think he's going to need more time. I think a guy like Jaden Doss is more likely to make an immediate impact than a Malachi Coleman is. But maybe Malachi Coleman has more long-term helium. So I, I think there's a lot of different ways you can kind of size that one up. And they're wildly different in their usage and how they were used in high school and, and everything else too. So uh, I – you know, if you're going to pick two two high school guys and just sort of want to watch their career arcs, those are two really interesting ones. And I think, you know, if Nebraska is blessed, both of them could end up being pretty good players. Yeah, Sledge, Catula, there's a couple of those. Yeah. And interior-wise, it should be fun. Mike, uh, we need to get you on a, a, a longer form segment because we, we yeah. ran out of time. I talk too much. That's no. a way of saying I talk too no. much. No, no, because we have I have more I want to pick your brain about, but we, we just ran out of time this segment. You but we appreciate bring him you. back for part of the dump because I got some things I want to talk about too. Shafe, we, there's not you enough. Have my of, number, Damon. Shafe, there's, there's not enough <laughs> of you. <laughs> hey, thanks, man. We really appreciate your time and have a good Friday. Thanks, Mike. Have Jay. a great weekend, guys. Hey, thank you. And uh, that's Mike Schaefer. Coming up next, JJ Zumbren and El Elkhorn South's boys basketball head coach. He's next.